Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. I really don't know the story of the LaGreca name. I really don't know about the rich history of where I came from. That's all going to change now because of Ancestry DNA. Ancestry DNA gives you so much more than just the places you're from. Ancestry connects you to the places in the world where your story started using precise geographic detail and clear-cut historical insights. You can even trace your ancestors' journeys over time following how and why your family moved from place to place. And to amplify your results, you can start a free trial on Ancestry and build a tree so your ancestors become more than just a name. It's so easy to get started. Just go to Ancestry.com slash podcast today for 20% off your Ancestry DNA kit. That's Ancestry.com slash podcast for 20% off your Ancestry DNA kit. Ancestry.com slash podcast this is the busted open podcast you can listen to the full show monday through saturday from 9 a.m to noon eastern on sirius xm fight nation channel 156 welcome to the busted open podcast this is dave lagreca on today's episode tommy dreamer and i talk everything from tuesday night NWA Power and Impact Wrestling. Also, Tommy, we have two great interviews. What a show. Tuesdays is much CTV, but yeah, we're on the good. radio. I like that, much CTV on But Tuesday. we're on the radio, we're on the podcast. No, it's must CTV on Tuesdays, and then we talk about it on Wednesday. This is why this podcast rocks. That's right. Conrad Thompson, of course, he has shows every day of the week. He's the pod father. He talks about StarCast coming up this weekend. A fun event for everyone. Some interesting tidbits. And our other guest, Court Bauer of MLW. Everything that took place at their pay-per-view last weekend. Everything with MLW Fusion. And, of course, we get some old-school talk with the great Court Bauer. And nothing goes more old-school than my T-shirt. Goulet! Right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Let's bring him in, the podfather himself, the one and only, Conrad Thompson. Conrad, how are you today? Man, what an introduction. Dude, I hope I can live up to the hype. Thanks for having me. And, you know, we thought, since you were coming on the show today, obviously whenever JR gets introduced, they play Boomer Sooner. So we figured if we're going to have you on, we got to play the Alabama fight song. I'll be honest. When the song first started, I thought for a minute, did Tommy make them play Akeem and, and his theme music from the 80s WWF? Because it sounded a little bit like that at the start, and I was so thankful when it was just uh, Alabama's fight song. So thanks go. for the warm, warm welcome this morning. Well, we're really excited about what's taking place this weekend. Again, it's so funny. Every time you come on this show, you say, this is going to be the last StarCast, and now we're talking about StarCast 4. Yeah, listen, I keep getting talked into this. I don't know why. My doctor doesn't know why. This has to stop. <laughs> I think it's a problem. But, 
you know, I've had a lot of fun creating and, and, and creating some sort of unique experiences and stuff that have happened before. And uh, I'm thankful and glad that this is the last StarCast. <laughs> <laughs> and again, it's being held in Baltimore at Rams Head Live and at Jimmy's Famous Seafood. So if you're in the area, you definitely have to check it out. And if you can't be in the area this weekend, you could always watch it on Fight TV. And this has always been something that's big. I remember the first StarCast I remember talking uh, to a lot of people with Fight and all the people that then subscribed and were able to watch it. So it's great that they're able to see it if you can't be in Baltimore. Yeah, the really cool thing is we've got a cool offer at StarCastOnFight.com. If you pre-order StarCast 4 from Baltimore, you get 1, 2, and 3 included. So that's like 100 hours of content. It's probably the best deal in wrestling this week. And it can't be any worse than listening to Tommy Dreamer freestyle the RKO theme song, can it? I think that was a shot, Tommy. Though I thought I enjoyed it, and you got to respect Tommy today, Conrad, because he's wearing a Rene Goulet T-shirt. So, well, well, he also thought Rene Goulet was dead. So I don't know how much tribute we're really paying. But uh, I mean, he'd be at Starcast. The, the man's eighty-nine years old. So it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, now Rene Goulet. I'm listening to Busted Open like I do every day. And she hears Tommy singing the Randy Orton theme song. And she said, Dad, this is this song has just ruined my whole day. And that's what I knew. Sorry. But I uh, listen to this, okay? Tommy, you would really be into this. Because talking about some of the, the superstars that are going to be at StarCast. Ron Garvin, the man with the hands of stone. The Rock and Roll Express. Blue Meanie's going to be there. Baby Doll's going to be there. George South is going to be there. I mean, Missy Hyatt is going to be there. I should go to Baltimore just to meet Missy Hyatt face-to-face. And ask her why she unfollowed you? No, she followed me again. When you got back? Yeah, you sure she, you're still number 69? Yeah, I'm still number 69. Oh, that's so good. Well, it's Conrad. That's probably a career highlight for me is that I was the 69th person she has followed on her Twitter account. I can actually say Missy Hyatt and 69 in the same sentence. And your name. And mine. Are, are you like a low key Shivani? That might be the perviest <laughs> thing I've ever heard you say. Shivani! Uh, wow, a low key Shivani. That's a good one. <laughs> but the biggest thing, and I actually said this to Conrad, is Jim Crockett is going to be in Baltimore for Starcast. And Tommy, that's a huge deal. Absolutely. I haven't seen him since like 1994, maybe three. That's the best thing yeah, about Sarcast. Public appearance in a long time. You know, he, he sort of went in a, in a hidey hole after 88. He flirted with the idea of doing something again in 93 and 94. And for whatever reason, it didn't kick off. And he left wrestling in his rearview mirror. So as far as I know, this is his first public appearance like this since. And he's going to be on stage with some historians sort of talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly of Jim Crockett promotions. And a really cool, unique photo op. We've got a replica of the old TBS set, and you can get your picture made with both of the Crockett's and the big gold belt. You can't do that anywhere else with StarCast. It's going to be pretty cool. And that's the difference with uh, StarCast and a lot of other conventions. You guys do a lot more fan interactions. You have you know live podcasts, different unique photo ops. You got all the AEW talent there. Uh, it's it's a cool deal. I've done a, a couple. I've always enjoyed it, and you know the fans always walk away happy, and that's kind of why – 
I feel you're successful because it's repeat business and it's people, there's a great buzz about it because they know they're going to have a good time and they're celebrating what we all love, professional wrestling. And that's how it should be, putting smiles on people's faces through professional wrestling. A beautiful day and Jimmy Seafood, big shout out, love the place, great owner, good friend. Wow, man, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. And, you know, we've tried to do some fun, different stuff here. You know, at some point you start to say, well, what haven't we done? So we embrace some of the silliness. We've got Van Hammer. We've got the Shockmaster where you can get your picture made, where it looks like you're busting through the wall. We've got an actual RoboCop. Yes, a real one who's there to protect and serve, by God. We've got the Ding Dongs. We've got Sting in the red, white, and blue. That's pretty cool. He won the belt in Baltimore in that famous American flag jacket and the red, white, and blue face paint. He hasn't worn it like that since. You can get your picture made with Sting just like that one last time with the big gold belt. The great mood is there all the way from Japan. Man, it's lots of old school. And, of course, the stars of today, Moxley, Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes. It's going to be a good time at StarCast. Do you think Sting will cut his hair and dye it blonde? How much money would you have to pay him to do that? Dude, it was harder to get Sting to get in this red, white, and blue outfit than it was to get CM Punk to do something. It was that difficult. I'm talking about begging negotiations. But, no, there will not be blonde hair. He's going to be, um, I guess, like a late 96 Sting or uh, a fall 96 Sting before he went to the Crow. So he's got still the regular dark hair, but the red, white, and blue paint, that famous jacket, uh, that everybody has that Sting action figure and the big gold belt. I mean, this is cool. I, I uh, popped gigantic over the summer. I did an appearance, and Kendo Nagasaki was there. Wow! And he had glued the hair around his like for the crown, so he got his patented George Costanza look. It was fabulous. <laughs> I, love I loved it. it. I love it. I, and Conrad. Obviously, the big thing that's going to be happening this weekend is the big uh, Tony Schiavone birthday bash at Jimmy Seafood. Yeah, I don't know that Tony knows what he signed up for. We've got some surprises for him. But, you know, we're saying that we're going to be paying tribute. And we've got a bunch of wrestlers who are sending really nice videos wishing him a happy birthday. And I wish you guys would do so as well. And we'll sort of pay homage to him. But the host is actually going to roast him. It's Dan St. Germain, who if you've ever seen Dan roast people, it's absolutely brutal to the point that, Dan made me promise we will not film this because he's got some stuff that he doesn't want sent out to the masses because it could hurt his career. We're going to brutalize Tony Schiavone, and we're doing it in Baltimore tomorrow night at Jimmy's Famous Seafood. Nice. Sorry, Tony. <laughs> That's going to be fantastic. And, of course, Conrad is, like, busted open in a lot of ways, Tommy, because Conrad is on five days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Every weekday he drops another podcast with the different host. You know, now with Arn Anderson, Tony Schiavone, JR, I mean, Bruce Pritchard, and, of course, of course, Eric Bischoff with 83 Weeks. I mean, Conrad, you're on five days a week. And, oh, yeah, by the way, you also have a full-time job. But you know what? That's not even what I'm best at. And I'm here to throw down a challenge right now. Because here's the deal. I'm the best chair dancer on the line right now. And the next time I'm in New York, I'm coming down to that studio, and I'm going to put on a performance like Busted Open has never seen before. And I'm taking your crown. You're not a better chair dancer than me, no matter what you try to tell yourself. Let me tell you something, Conrad Thompson. You are the pod father. You are the man behind StarCast. But there is no way, and I mean no way, that you're going to sit in a chair at the SiriusXM Studios in New York City and even have the 
audacity to even come close to what I am able to do in a chair. Nobody has better moves in a chair than Dave LaGreca. When I whip out my finisher, it's all over. And let me tell you, it's called getting it. And when everybody in this office knows, when I start getting it, it's over. I've won not one, not two, but three dance contests, and I didn't need a chair to do it. That's right. Big boy can move. And I'm here to tell you, next time I come to New York City, I'm coming straight to your studio, day or night, and we're having a dance-off, chair to chair, man to man. It's going down, and you're going down, too. I'll I'll take that challenge, Conrad. I'll take that challenge. And you know what? When's the next time you're going to be in New York City? Uh, 2027? (laughs) I'm booking my damn flight right now. I'm going to have a layover in New York. Come down there, show you how to properly chair dance, and then I'm just going to take a train down to Baltimore. All right, we'll see. So it's a three-hour drive from Baltimore. You know what, Conrad? Challenge accepted. Whenever you're here in New York City, you're always welcome to the SiriusXM studios. I don't think you've ever been to the SiriusXM studios. I've never been invited, and you know why. It's because behind the scenes you've tried to keep me away because you didn't want me to come in there and show you how much of a better chair dancer I was. You'd be out of another job. I'm out here ruining podcasters' lives left and right. But now I'm going to come and I'm going to take your job. I'm going to show you that I'm the best chair dancer there ever was. All right. We'll see. We'll find out. Tommy, what do you think? I think it's a weird challenge, but okay. What are you talking about a weird? Did you see the views for that video? I don't know. I don't Did know you what see the t- moves I have? Left hand up. Right hand up. Move the head. Move the head. Shake the shoulders. Shake the shoulders. Chair in. Chair out. Chair in. Don't get up. Don't get up. Move yourself. Left and right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> when your daughter gets home, I'm going to sing for her again because that just ruined my day. <laughs> yeah, because he, he had to actually watch it. I had to just witness it. this thing. You what heard it. Witnessing? He had to actually watch it. Well, I can't wait for StarCast. StarCast 4, again, the, the guest list is absolutely incredible. You know, go to StarCast.com for all the information. Again, this weekend around AEW Full Gear. And you could always hear Conrad Thompson every day, a new podcast. Eric Bischoff, JR, Bruce Pritchard, Arn Anderson. It's unbelievable the amount of pod that your original content that he has. Conrad is one of the best out there. And, and you know what? I'm proud, even though he'll never be able to challenge me for my dance chair championship. I do call him a friend. And Conrad, thank you so much for the time. We always love having you on. No, thanks for having me, guys. And thanks for all the entertainment over the years, Tommy. We appreciate you and everything you've done. See you, bud. God, I can't wait. Till, I can't. Thank you, Conrad. I can't wait till Conrad comes to New York City. I cannot wait for Conrad to come to New York City. Yeah, you're going to have some weird oh, chair dancing. Right there. He's going to sit right there in that chair. He's gonna say, I hope he's listening. I hope after he hung up the phone, he turned on his radio, and now he's listening to me. Because he's going to have to sit in that chair where you are, Tommy, and he's going to have to look me in the face. Alex Metz and Gabby are going to play the music, and I'm telling you right now, look at me in and out, in and out, left and right, left and right. Shake the head, shake the head. Move it right, move it left. Don't get up. Don't get up. See, he's good. He gets up. He uses his feet. Can't use your feet. Uh Can't use your feet. You can't get off the chair, Tommy. Can't get off the chair. Do you understand what I'm saying? I wear the crown. I wear the crown. Not Conrad Thompson. Calm down. Your face is red. You're spitting all over my phone. He's not going to have to have his boys. There's going to be no Eric Bischoff in the room. There's going to be no Bruce Pritchard in the room. No Arn Anderson in the room.
Can just we, me. Can we just take LaGreca. this to like scores or somewhere else that doesn't look so weird oh. that two grown men are grinding on chairs against each other for a title that doesn't exist? No, it exists. All right. How's your aneurysm doing? Cool right. it. <laughs> Do you know what the worst sound in the world is? It's your alarm clock if you haven't gotten enough sleep. No matter how much you love that song on your phone, when it wakes you up in the morning, you just want it to stop. I know I need to get my eight hours if I'm going to be doing Busted Open, especially on a Wednesday with Tommy Dreamer. Now imagine this scenario. The surface temperature of your bed gradually adjusts to wake you up gently and naturally without the sound of the alarm. Imagine now waking up rested and alert. Not science fiction. This is the new pod by 8sleep. The pod by 8sleep is a high-tech bed designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness. And there's a reason why Time Magazine calls 8 one of the best inventions of last year. It combines dynamic temperature regulation and sleep tracking to enhance your rest and recovery. It learns your sleep habits and adjusts the temperature automatically. That means if you like the bed cool, your partner likes the bed warm, now you can have both at the same time. This would actually be good for Violetta and I because I like it cold and she likes it hot. In a crazy comfortable bed and no more alarm clocks. Try the pod for 100 nights. And if you don't love it, we'll refund your purchase and arrange a free pickup. They already sold out their first two batches, so they're going fast. For a limited time, get $150 off your purchase when you go to 8sleep.com slash busted. $150 off and free shipping at E-I-G-H-T sleep.com slash busted. 8sleep.com slash busted. Can we get into what we saw last night? Sure. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> well, we had Tuesday. Great day. Tuesday's fast becoming one of my favorite nights of the week. You got power from NWA. Yes. Great show last they night. They should ask uh, Big E to voice over that intro. Power. Be good if he did that. I don't think he could, but if we all got along, he could. Because he says, feel the power, all that stuff. True. NWA power. Good show? Awesome show. The last two weeks I thought were the, the best two weeks so far that they've, they've had. And I don't think there's been a bad week, but the last two weeks have been tremendous. I love the Nick Aldis commercial. They got an old retweet from Tommy Dreamer on that uh, one. And they got one from Dave LaGreca, too. From the uh, retro soft video game that you can now f be featured, the NWA and House of Hardcore, on the video game. Good stuff. They and got, uh, if you watch NWA, um, Cole Cabana regained... Or you know, regained the uh, NWA National Championship, beat James Storm to get his title back. So saw a nice picture of that old school. Yep, he looks good in the mask too. Cole Cabana. Yep, he's got those good upper trapezius. When he did the uh, five dollar wrestling, mm -hmm. he would do that. Yes, <laughs> he would since do you're it, on radio, right? that's great to do his pose. <laughs> yes, that's why we have the simulcast. AEW Dark, another AEW fabulous Dark, show. Uh, WWE Backstage, and of course, Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan, now your Impact Wrestling heavyweight champion, had a party all show long up until the main event, which you were involved in yeah. last night. Yeah, totally forgotten about that one. 
And it was good, man. I enjoyed it. 30 years of still uh, kicking ass, being in main events. I loved it. And that's the big and thing. And I won. Well, I didn't win, but my team Your did. team won. I was on the floor eating cake. <laughs> well, I was. I really was eating the cake yeah. while the pin was scored. I do were, things to pop myself. Were you, were you really eating cake? Yes. They brought the cake. I rammed the guy's face into the cake. Or I gave him an RKO on the cake. A cake. Well, cutter. that's a great way to celebrate Randy Orton signing uh, yep. a five-year deal with the WWE by using his RKO. I knew that was going to happen two weeks ago when we filmed that, so I gave him the RKO on the cake, which actually backfired because I got cake all over myself. And uh, but he was kind of blind for it. Really, he did. He couldn't see anything, which is pretty. If cake in the face works, if anyone needs it as a weapon, it does work. But yeah, I thought the show was a very, very solid show. Ken Shamrock, talk about. Got the a, dick flip. He last got night. dick flipped. Fifty-five years old and dick flipped, but then he got angry, and mm-hmm. then he. Uh, beat but he normally Joe does. Around. Well, he's the world's most dangerous man. But kudos, and that that kind of went back to my hate because people are like, why would you do that, Ken? You're better than that, man. It's entertainment. It's fun. And don't be so hating on. And if you saw how much he got paid, because I know who he got paid, you everybody be dick flipping. They'd be dick flipping and gulaying all over the place. <laughs> Goulay, dick flip. Um, honest to God, 30 years in the business, Tommy, still in the main event on TV. I mean, that's a huge accomplishment, seriously. Well, thank you. Uh, I put it out there on social media. The partners have changed, but I will still keep on fighting the injustices of professional wrestling, both behind the scenes and in front. What do you think about Impact Wrestling right now? I mean, now we're two weeks into being on Access TV. Um, What do you think about that now? I think it's a solid show. And, and you know, when we talk about uh, playing favorites, and I I am part of, I guess, the creative process. And there are times where I totally disagree with the creative process, and then I'm outnumbered. I don't sit there, pout, sit there, I hate what's going on. You kind of have to, I learned it from Jim Ross a long time ago, you have to uh, learn what hill to die on. Mm -hmm. And though I want everything to be perfect, but at the end of the day, it's not my company, it's not my show. And there are some things I don't like, and then there's some things that I beyond like, and I wish more people saw it. But now that they're on Access TV, and now I just saw a very interesting article about uh, wrestling on YouTube, uh, WWE has the most subscribers. Impact Wrestling has the second most. And a lot of people watch it. A lot of people are happy with the product. And more eyes on it means better for professional wrestling fans. Bottom line. And uh, there's a lot of wrestlers that I'm obviously a big fan of. Um, the first match on the show last night was Moose and Willie Mack. I'm a big fan of Willie Mack. He really gets the crowd involved. He gets them emotionally attached. I'm surprised Willie Mack's not a bigger star than he is. Uh, but I love the fact that he's part of that Impact Wrestling roster. I agree. I mean, he's my House of Hardcore champion. You'll see him November 23rd. But uh, he's uh, he also tags up at Rich Swan, who's an amazing yes. competitor. And there's a, coming up in a couple of weeks on Impact Wrestling, there is probably one of the greatest in-ring performances you will have seen in a long time and involves Rich Swan. not going to give it out there for any spoilers, but if you want to see a person – Really go at it in the sense of different styles, keep the crowd engaged, and wrestled for almost 40 minutes against, man, he's great. I I couldn't, 
be a bigger Rich Swan supporter. And then there's, you know, Tessa Blanchard, Brian Cage, Eddie Edwards, the list goes on and on of amazing performers out there. And Sammy Callahan is the champ, but he's a marked man. I want to get into the main event because you mentioned Rich Swan. He was your partner. Tessa Blanchard was your partner. And obviously, Tessa Blanchard and Sammy Callahan have a history, but it looks like they're also the future right now because Tessa Blanchard, to me, is the top contender for that Impact Wrestling Championship. Correct. And she's got her eyes set on Sammy. The we should have her on the show because she has been she's been screwed over constantly by that OVE and Sammy. She's never beaten Sammy. Sammy's her modern day Raven mm-hmm. to Tommy Dreamer. And you know, here's another person, third generation wrestler, and she is she's been on a mission. She's on her own mission for breaking barriers. It's to me, it's no longer women's wrestling. It's no longer intergender. It's just wrestling. There's She's an amazing performer, and she'll continue on her quest to go after Sammy Callahan. And, you know, Bully's talked a lot about intergender wrestling uh, since he's been on the air here on Busted Open, and I was never a fan, never was a fan, and I never really wanted to see it until Tessa Blanchard and Sammy Callahan. Like, you look at Tessa Blanchard in the ring with Sammy Callahan, you're, you're right. You don't look at a female wrestler and a male wrestler. You look at two wrestlers in the ring fighting for a championship. Tessa Blanchard needs to get a lot of the credit. And obviously not being in the WWE, she doesn't get the shine she deserves. But if you were going to make a list of the top five women wrestlers right now, Tessa Blanchard would be on that list. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm kind of mentor her and behind the scenes and impact. And we've been partners. We've uh, I see nothing but pure greatness in her. And she adapts so, so well. Um, and, and, you know, you look at the resource she has behind her besides myself. She has Magnum TA. She has Tully Blanchard all helping her. And she wants to be the best. And like I said earlier, she set goals for herself and she wants to uh, answer them. And, and you think of, you know, there are special talents like that. And, you know, jazz. I remember when jazz came. I wasn't a big fan. And this was in. You know, the 90s, when jazz came along the scene, I was just like, holy crap, this woman is so unique, yeah. so different. And, you know, intergender matches were intergender matches then, but done right, jazz was is an ass kisser, kisser kicker. Uh, look at China, you know, Lita. There's a lot of women who have gone out there. Victoria, her name doesn't get brought up enough for her greatness of being a professional wrestler, as well as for fighting dudes. Sammy Callahan's actually going to be in New York tomorrow. We're going to try to get him in studio. Obviously, he's always a wild card, even when we have him on the phone. So we're going to try to get him in studio because, honestly, I think somebody like that deserves to get as much shine as possible. I've said it on this show many times, and this is kind of like the good and the bad, and I'll take the hit for it. I've said several times here on Busted Open that I think Sammy Callahan is the must-watch wrestler. I've said that. Of any company, it's Sammy Callahan. I have to watch Impact Wrestling because I have to watch Sammy Callahan. Then, as you know, I do my power rankings every Monday, Tommy. After he wins the championship, I didn't have him on my power rankings. I heard all about it. And and listen, I know Bully, if we do get Sammy in studio tomorrow, I know Bully's going to make a big deal about that, as oh, he always does. Oh, off. dude, he's the worst. 
But at the same time, I have to take a hit for it. And unfortunately, a lot of times Impact Wrestling gets lost in the fold. Do you think that's about to change when it comes to Impact? You know what the best part about social media was last night? With all the stuff that goes on in the world, I saw at different points NWA power trend. I saw AEW dark trend, number one. I saw impact on access trend. I saw backstage trend. Think about that. Yep. That's an amazing for a Tuesday where there's a lot of bad going on in the world. There's a lot of sports going on in the world. And I go from my tailored trends, which is usually all wrestling, and something called Stamos. I don't know who he is, but... That was the other big trend yesterday, John Stamos. John St- Why was John Stamos trending? I don't know. And Wait, go ahead, Gabby. Uh, the Little Mermaid Live was on TV last night, and he played the chef. Mm. Mm. So I didn't know playing. The Little Mermaid was on last night. Damn it. It was like a live it. version, so they had the I'm animated hardcore. version playing, and then it would go to a live version. I think it was NBC or ABC, and they would do like a song and dance. Like Queen Latifah was... I don't know the names of the Little Mermaid people, but she was in it. John Stamos was the chef. Okay. No, he so, was so. trending. So he was trending. So he either did, I didn't see it, so he was probably trending because he either did a good or a bad job. Mm. So, how Thank are you, you watching? Oh, by You're- the way, we're going to hear Gabby a little bit later with her Divon Diva segment later right. on in the show. She was watching, were you watching The Little Mermaid before uh, your Divon Divas? No, I just said I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I don't listen to you anymore. We're broken up. Um <laughs> So the fact that all that was trending on one day is a beautiful thing. And that's what I said. That That's why there should be no divide. There should be no hatred uh, when you're a professional wrestling fan. There's people, hey, uh, I, I saw about myself, one person, Dreamer's old, should retire. He's breathing heavy. And I was like, yeah, number one, I just was wrestling. Number two, I probably am selling. And then I also see that person followed me. And I was like, ew, why would you follow me if you hate me? Well, most of the people that bitch and complain about me follow me as well. So I think that's just a... Just a thing? Just a thing. Um, Before we go to the break, NWA Power. uh, One hour on Facebook and also on YouTube. I'm digging it. I I have my core of friends, Jonathan Hood, uh, Snake Sable, that I, I text back and forth with while NWA Power is playing. And it really is a throwback show. And not only with the graphics and just the feel of it, but just the old school layout of the show and just the way they have the matches, the announcing, the storylines, the promos, the way everything is set up. What do you feel? How do you feel about that show? And honestly, what do you think about some of the wrestling we're seeing on that show right now? If you think about it, there's four different shows on, which is what we've been talking about. It's four different management styles, four different visions. Obviously, this is Dave Lagana Dave Lagana and Billy Corgan's vision that's what they like and they are basically straight up telling you this is what this show is sit that back and enjoy it and it's an enjoyable show it's an enjoyable i liked uh thunder rosa yeah by the way yeah thunder rosa made her debut last night on nwa power big fan of hers uh she's a excellent wrestler i'm happy that she's finally getting a break here in the States. Nice to see Marty Bell back. There's a lot of... Uh, Marty Bell kind of uh, turned heel last night on NWA she's Power. She's always been a heel. She just fakes her baby face. Okay. She's a natural right. heel. And James Storm dropping his championship. That I'm actually upset about. You're that emotionally invested. I love it. 
If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music, plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. One of my favorite guest here on Busted Open, whenever we have him on, is the great Court Bauer of MLW. And Court, let me try to explain what Tommy Dreamer is doing while he's going to be doing this interview with you. He's reading a wrestler magazine from 1983 with David Von Erich on the cover. 84. He's counting money. And he's wearing a Rene Goulet t-shirt. So that just just kind of just a painting a little word picture for you, Court. There's a Rene Goulet t-shirt? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sporting it. You know me. Come on now, Court. Well, if anyone fearless, can... but I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, it's a thing. And I'm wearing it. Wow. And I actually got killed, Court, because I had thought that Rene Goulet had passed on, but he's still with us. So I lost a lot of street cred with Tommy Dreamer. I think he has a podcast. Like, <laughs> um, Obviously, Court, a lot to talk about with MLW. As I always say, MLW Fusion on Saturday nights on BN Sports at 9 p.m. And first thing I want to ask you about is, How's Frank Gastineau doing after what we saw take place this past weekend? Yeah, he uh, he caught a, a fireball to the face, uh, an improvised device by uh, Joseph Samael in the main event. And as you can see, it got him good. Uh, and you can even see the smoke go up around his face. And so we got him to the back. And, and just as the end of the match was going down, we got him. We got another referee out there. But uh, he's doing better. Got some burns to the face. Uh Probably not going to be with us this weekend in Orlando, but uh, these referees hopefully are durable. Frank's our senior official, great guy, uh, and we hope to have him back in the mix soon. Talk about what's taking place this weekend. Saturday, November 9th in Orlando, Falls Count Mm -hmm. Anywhere match between Mance Warner and Jimmy Havoc. Yeah, that match could end up in SeaWorld. You just never know what something like that is. Uh, I, I know if it's up to Mance, he's probably jumping in with the whales and throwing havoc in there with him. Uh, you know, there's so many opportunities when you go to Orlando, given all the uh, sights and sound. There's there's Bible Land, there's Disney World, there's Universal Studios, uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not, Sea World. There's a lot of things. We even found that there is like an abandoned Chinese world. I didn't even know that was a thing, but it's Orlando, so. Knowing with what Havoc and my uh, and uh, Mance have done in MLW in the past, uh, Orlando's probably not in, not safe at all. Come this Saturday, it's going to be a, a wild, I should say, afternoon because it's a matinee show. Kicks off at four o'clock, should finish about seven thirty. Uh, as we return for the first time in a year and a half to Orlando, we're really excited about it. We're going to announce in a few minutes, so you guys have the exclusive. Teddy Hart will be defending the uh, World Middleweight Title. Uh, second time in seven days against Myron Reed. He just uh, defeated Austin Aries at Super Fight. And uh, he's marching his way to his one-year reign as, as the world middleweight champion. So it's a big benchmark moment for him if he can get past Myron Reed. Both guys, amazing competitors. I'm a 
big Teddy Hart fan, both in and out of the ring, because he's purely insane, but his insanity is also yeah. awesome in the ring. Uh, with uh, MLW, got a lot of good things. Uh, I follow you on social media. We're friends, friends for a long time. I just yeah. saw you guys uh, hired good old Krista Joseph from Lucha yeah. Underground. Uh, good hire. Because I yeah. uh, worked with, uh, well, does that mean we're going to see Naked DJ, by the way? Will, that, will he somehow um, make it? Come on, please. There's a, there's a good chance that the after party this yes. week that you may see it. <laughs> it depends how much whiskey he's had. Um, no, he, he's a great guy. I started working with him in 2005. First friend at WWE in the creative room, which when you start the creative, uh, with the creative team, uh, it's, it's a weird place because there's so many people going through those doors. DJ had started before me. I think he was a writer's assistant and he was the only nice guy there. Like everyone just called him prickly. I'm like, man, this is, this is a tough place. But you know, having been there for a little bit of time, you realize it's like a revolving door. There's so many people you don't get attached very easily until they kind of are there for a little bit. Uh, but DJ was always a warm uh, guy with an uh, infectious laugh and uh, you know, real, real sharp mind contribute a lot of the, uh, the great moments of WWE from his time. I think he started in 04 and lasted until 2010, 2011. And I was a co-creator of uh, Lucha Underground. So, uh, you know, his resume speaks for itself. It's great to re uh, reunite with him. And uh, he was a great asset to us just this past week in the trenches in Chicago. So as things get more competitive in wrestling, uh, if you can have a, another good lieutenant on, on uh, call, why not? You know, Cora, let's go back to MLW Saturday night, the super fight, the pay-per-view. And, I, and I'm guessing you'd still watch that on Fight TV, correct? Yes, yes. You can, unlimited replays, 1999, uh, And it's also available all month on in-demand, dish, direct, all that stuff. Uh, again, such such great matches all over that card from the beginning to end. And we'll get into your champion in just a second. But... Knowing Tommy and I, really high on the Von Erics and what they're doing, they had the big win over the Dynasty uh, to win the MLW World Tag Team Championships. I mean, pretty cool having the Von Erics on the roster. They're great guys. Their father's incredible. Uh, the whole family, having met uh, Kevin, his wife, Pam, uh, the boys, they're just wonderful quality people. And just to see this be the next chapter in the Von Erics uh, story, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a privilege uh, it's a responsibility, uh, and they have uh, they have risen to the occasion. They have done a great job. And uh, if you ask Tom Lawler, you ask anyone that's really worked with them, or been around them, uh, they'll say the same thing. Those great guys. In fact, I was talking to uh, Lawler this weekend. He goes, you know, when people DM me or just hit me up, when they ask about what I'm doing, what I'm up to, most of the questions are about, hey, how is Von Erich? They seem like cool guys. <laughs> but it's like they just have that it factor about them. Uh, and, and we're really lucky. We have the good fortune of, of having them with MLW for a very long time. So I'm, I'm excited. They're going to be players in MLW for, for the foreseeable future. Court, has uh, Kevin or the Von Erics told you any Gary Hart stories you did not know? Ooh. No, not really. Uh, the, the wildest story that Kevin told me really, really was about Fritz. And it was about how when he was coming up with a name for world class, one of the names he was thinking of was Major League Wrestling. And his son said, well, it's too close to Major League Baseball, maybe something else. So it's a weird kind of accidental connection between us. That you know, He was circling that name many, many years ago. Wow, that's pretty uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think the boys knew Gary you know, vaguely growing up because they did grow up a bit in, in, in Denton County. 
and Gary lived in Dallas in his later years. So uh, I, I think there was some sort of connection there, but uh, haven't really gotten too in depth with uh, Kevin on, on Gary's stories, but I'm sure we're going to. I, the one connection, of course, is that uh, Kevin called Gary Hart Uncle Gary, and uh, that's what I used to call him. And I think that's just when you get close to Gary, that's what his name becomes. Uh, and he was just, you know, you can see a lot of Gary Hart's presence even in today's MLW with just how we present the talent, um, especially in Orlando. The the entrance set's basically inspired by world class. Uh, it goes down an aisle, uh, has this weird kind of step down thing. Uh, there's no barricade, so the the talent the, the talent when they come out, the crowd's swarming them just like uh, back in the day at the Sportorium. Uh, and you know, just we book heat, and, and that's one thing I love in wrestling is when you can get real heat, which you know I wish there was more of in wrestling. What uh, venue? It's not the venue I worked for you in Orlando, is it? N- no, uh, this is Guilt Nightclub. This is where okay. we originally kind of did our first year or two uh, in the company, and um, you worked for us actually at that weird Shriners uh, venue in Miami, yes. which was. That like was one of those weird things. It was like an episode of Lost where you just enter a room and you don't know if you're going to ever get out and see <laughs> the light of day. It had like 45 rooms and it was like very, you know, to like a Shriners temple. So there was actually a temple in there. There was a piano. There was a room with some sort of stones and some sort of sacrificial thing happening. Uh, we could have done incredible pre-tapes in there. We really could have. We should have. We missed an opportunity. When you look at what you've been able to accomplish with MLW Corps, I mean, you've been there and done that now. Do, do, you, uh, do you take time to really appreciate the accomplishments? I mean, like even like being around the Kevin Von Erich and the history behind the Von Erich family. And I mean, th- th- is that lost on you at all? Well, it's a responsibility. You know, it, it really is because Kevin is giving me the opportunity to present and promote his kids. And it's on me to to uh, do that right and, and make it right. And so it, it's a privilege, but it's a responsibility. I, I don't really kind of sit back and absorb it, I guess. I'm just, you know, kind of like a shark, just forward moving, forward moving. Um, you know, you can look back at an event and I'll, I'll do a detailed postmortem and I'll find everything wrong with the show because that's, that's my job. So it doesn't happen again. So I, I, there's probably a time and place where I'll look back and enjoy it. Um, right now it's just, you know, trying to build it, build it, uh, fix it, whatever needs to be done, address it and just be the, you know, optimize the company as a whole. It, it sounds very corporate and cold, but it's just like, that's what I do day in and day out. Just try to make this better. You should also, uh, and I, I get where you're coming from. Um, also just sit back and take moments for, you know, you were a guy who also, you know, you've had the highs of highs and the lows of lows. Yeah. And, you know, when yeah. you lost something that was special to you, um, it makes you appreciate because I mean, you and I shared stories of, you know, you with with yeah. Dusty, with Terry Funk, with Steve Williams. And now that you have the opportunity to redo that again, just I know work is it's 24 hour job. But if you could try to find that 25th hour, just sit back and just enjoy what you created because you could see the fans are happy. I've worked your events. The fans usually do leave happy. And, you know, yeah. if you're going for heat, they leave heat. and You're doing a hell of a job. So you should be commended. Uh, from somebody who's worked from you and someone you know who's also a fan of the product, so I, I, I appreciate that. And th- thank you. I think there was one time it was the weirdest time to probably appreciate something was in Chicago when Contra caused a riot in March, or they're you know they're on the verge of a riot, and I'm like, this is incredible. If it doesn't go all the way, <laughs> uh, you just get the right amount of heat. 
And so that was probably the moment where I'm like, this is, this is magic. This is the magic coming back. And I haven't seen the magic. I haven't felt the magic like this in a long time. And that to me, I definitely took a moment to just enjoy. And, and it definitely gave me that goosebump kind, kind of moment. Uh, and, and I do remember those days when I was a kid, had no idea what I was doing. I was promoting this thing, thinking I knew what I was doing, kind of cloning a lot of the ECW elements. And I remember, you know, you'd have days that it went well and days it didn't go well. And then one time we're at the Fort Lauderdale War Memorial and Dusty Rhodes was uh, wrestling Terry Funk and Steve Carino in the main event. Uh, and, you know, the crowd was a little light. And I remember Dusty looking through the curtain and uh, he just said, you know, some days you have it, some days you don't. You'll know when you have it because there'll be a lot better looking women backstage too. <laughs> and I looked around like Dusty, there are no women back you know, women backstage just hanging out. He goes, I know that's how bad it is tonight. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then of course that was also the venue where Terry Funk almost got me arrested. So yeah, uh you definitely, you know, take the good with the bad. How did how did that go down? Uh that was a, a war games match in two thousand three. He had his uh, branding iron, which somehow was highly flammable and caught on fire. Uh, another improvised situation. And um, he went and lit Steve Green on fire. The fire marshal happened to be there. Uh, that was not cleared. Uh, they wanted to find the promoter uh, for uh, endangering, potentially endangering the crowd, not having permits, all these things. Uh, and they're, they're talking to me. The police are there. Terry Funk comes back bleeding. He sees I'm in trouble. And he goes, what are you talking to that child about? It was me. It was me. I'm 22 or something, so I, I really am very young. He goes, he didn't know anything about it. It was me. And someone must have smartened him up that they're mad about this. If you're gonna fight, if you're gonna arrest someone, arrest me. He puts his arms out there. He's bleeding. His arms are shaking, and it looks like he's ready to handcuff. And I'm just like, what do we do with this? <laughs> and the fire marshal's like, um, listen, we're gonna give you a warning. Just don't do that again. You guys understand? Okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> he just didn't want any part of that. And so I think because of Terry, uh, he bailed me out there. But, um, you know, great guys. Dr. Death, another guy that uh, people probably forget about, but was a phenomenal, phenomenal wrestler. And for me, was one of my uh, mentors, but also a great agent that mentored a lot of the early days. Uh, MLW talent, like when we had Daniel Bryan and stuff. Uh, just a real force of nature in his time. Yeah, he was. I mean, I mean, gosh, it's been over a decade since he's been gone, right now, Court. Yeah, I think it was like around what oh nine, something like that. Yeah, terrible, uh, terrible. Yeah, yeah. All right, and I gotta, I gotta ask you about Fatu. I mean, your champion. I mean, just star written all over him. So athletic for somebody his size, uh, and he just keeps doing tremendous things. Yeah, he's a freak. I mean, just he—he he just what he did in this match this past week against LA Park was wild. They both uh, had an old school, nasty ass brawl out there in Chicago. And at one point, actually, and this is a true story, LA Park takes the bell and hits Fatu over the head, and the bell falls apart. Bing, and it falls all apart in his hands. That wasn't gimmicked. Just for the record, that wasn't something that was planned ahead and given. When he hit him with that thing and it fell apart, it was that was real. Uh, and everything they they left it all out there. That was a great match, and I was blown away by what they did out there. And, and it was so great to see so many people into the match and see that uh, super fight trended on Twitter. 
we exceeded all expectations in terms of our numbers so far. We have uh, the fight TV numbers back there in real time. I was blown away. They exceeded all my expectations. They told me how we tracked compared to uh, our competitors. And it was like, wow, I didn't think we, you know, I was very modest with my, my numbers. Didn't think we'd get anywhere near there. And, uh, and we have. And when you look at some of the talent that we've introduced this year, like that to like Alex Hammerstone and Richard Holiday's, and all these guys, you know, it's, it's, it certainly has uh, defined MLW and we've had our own kind of built our own roster out. That's really distinctly different. And, you know, heels are heels and the, the baby faces are true baby faces like the Von Ericks. Uh, and then you have someone like Teddy Arch, just the ultimate renegade. Uh, so just a little bit of something for everyone. I think that kind of encapsulated what Superfight was. You had your brawling, you had your technical wrestling, you had your high flying, a little bit of everything. I can't believe all the years L.A. Park's wrestling. He doesn't know rule number one. You never hit a Samoan in the head. You think you would know that. It doesn't work. No, it really doesn't. It did not work. It made, it made a great noise. Got to use some mayonnaise. Saturday, November 9th, again, the Gilt Nightclub in Orlando. Four o'clock bell time. Falls Count Anywhere match between Jimmy Havoc and Mance Warner. And you can watch MLW Fusion every Saturday night. On being sports court, always a pleasure having you on. Thanks so much. Hey, thank you, guys. And that shirt's awesome. I saw a picture, Tommy. Awesome shirt. Goulet. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.